Good morning once again. Hello, good morning. Nandiyan ba kayo? Oh, yan, good morning. And it's the first Sunday again. So we, con- we continue to uh, focus on the Father, or rather the intimacy with the Father. This is our fatherhood series that will run for six weeks. And we are on our second Sunday. So, naalala nyo pa ba? Do you remember yung mga famous or infamous lines of your fathers para kayo ay pasunorin o kung di kayo sumusunod o kung kayo ay pinapagalitan? Baka ito yung isa sa mga linya na yun. So, may, may konting history lesson. Nung panahon namin, ganito kami. Ang bao namin, 10 pesos lang. Naglalakad kami ng 10 kilometers papuntang school. Tapos sa next kwento, nagiging 20 kilometers minsan. nag add up every, every time. Oh, hindi kaya eto. Kung ang lolo mo pa yan, sinabit na ako patiwarik, sinilid na ako sa sako, pinaluhod na ako sa munggo, pinalayas na ako sa bahay. Medyo borderline child abuse, no? Pero yun yung mga threat para pasunorin yung mga anak minsan. Tapos meron ding lesson on navigation. Papunta ka pa lang, pabalik na ako. Pero may variation nito. Mas marunong ka pa sa matanda. Ito talaga yung ibig sabihin nito. So ma- maniwala ka sa akin kasi pabalik na ako. Alam ko na yan, mas matanda ako sa'yo, mas marunong ako sa'yo. Tapos meron ding ganito. O bakit di ka makasagot? Pinapagalitan tayo, no? Pero pag sumagot ka, Aba, sumasagot ka na ngayon. Wala kang respeto. Tay, pahingi po ng konting consistency. <laughs> Tapos, meron din itong special participation ni Mama. Lagot ka pag uwi ng tatay mo. Ayan, gaganang-ganan na si Mama, no? Lagot ka pag uwi ng tatay mo. as may bonus pa. Yung mga tatay natin, if they want to ask to man up, wag kang iiyak. Malayo yan sa bituka, kahit duguan ka na, no? Tay, dalin mo ako sa ospital. Huwag kang iyak, malayan sa bituka. Bix lang ang katapat niyan, sabi ni Jokoy. Bix lang daw lahat ng binibigay ng mama niya. Pag nabukol siya, nagkasakit siya, Bix lang lahat ang katapat niyan. Pero kidding aside, some of these things are funny. And we Filipinos, we find humor in everything, including our family upbringing. But, but, but it also, in a sense, yung mga lines na yun, it, uh, we see kahit pa paano yung weakness ng family dynamics natin and yung culture of how, we, how authority is exercised. And more often than not, yung, yung pagpapasunod or the authority of our parents are oftentimes... Uh, they point it to their position. Ako ang tatay mo. And bas marunong ako, laging may authority plus maturity and knowledge. And meron yung, meron yung kaakibat na unsaid expectation na dahil ikaw ay anak, sumunod ka. Pag dito nasunod, I don't know with your fathers, sometimes it's just verbal threat, no? Pero it escalates sometimes to physical threat. Pero ganito ba dapat talaga? Para tayo ba sumunod? Kailangan ba talaga? It's just about position 
and it's about maturity or bakit ba kailangan nating sundin ang mga, mga tatay natin at ano ba ang katangian ng isang tatay nakarapat dapat sundin a father who exercises and uses his authority for good ang title natin this morning is ang tatay nakarapat dapat sundin tingnan nyo ito Ang tatay na karapat dapat sundin ay isang tatay na nagpapasailalim sa Panginoon at kinikilala na ang kanyang authority ay galing sa kanya. He leads by example and teaches his children to do the same. He sees his position as a father, as an opportunity to serve. A disclaimer lang po, before I start the message, hindi pa po ako tatay, hindi pa po nabubuo yung anak namin ng asawa ko. And I may not really speak from the perspective of a father. But I will speak at the angle of me being a son to my father. Kaya marami akong examples later of my relationship with my dad. And I will also speak as a pastor, specifically as a youth pastor before I became a pastor in, in CBCP. I've served for more than 10 years and I worked with the youth and I've counseled and mentored them. And I've heard their stories about their their family struggles, and even their family, family wounds. Kaya yung mala, iba sa mga illustrations ko would be from my uh, interaction with the youth. More than that, I will speak and preach of what the Bible teaches us and what principles we can learn from the Word of God and the examples of Jesus. And so, uh, fathers, I will not tell you what to do, but I will appeal to you to consider what the Word of God says. Sa mga hindi pa tatay, don't worry. Sa mga nanay dyan, sa mga anak, mga kapatid, this is also for you. Because all of us have positions of authority. We have circles of influence. We have leadership positions that can help us, where we exercise our authority and we can, we can use these things that we, were, we will learn. So, ano nga ba ang katangian ng isang tatay na karapat dapat sundin? How should fathers exercise their authority. Number one, let me suggest that should be a father who acknowledges his authority is first and foremost from the Lord. Basahin po natin ito. Sa Romans 13 verse 1, sabi dito, dapat sumunod ang bawat tao sa mga leader ng gobyerno dahil ang authority na namumuno ay galing sa Diyos at siya rin ang naglalagay ng bawat katungkulan sa gobyerno. The family is the smallest unit of society. And in a sense, there is governance. May pamamahala na nangyayari, whether ramdam siya or hindi. And God has established this authority so that there is order. Hindi magkagulo. Makikita natin sa succeeding verses ng Romans 13 that the purpose of this authority or government is for the good of the people under it. And in the case of the family, those who are under it are the children and the wives. And if they are not experiencing the good, and hindi na nila na-experience yung mabuti, ay may problema na doon. Hindi yon ang purpose ng Panginoon. As the head of the family, fathers, ang mga tatay ay may positional authority. Tama yon, kasi the Lord has put you in that position and it has given you that authority to your family. Pero hindi lang dapat nagsisimula at nagtatapos doon. 
Hindi pwedeng yung mga famous lines naman. Sumunod kayo sa akin kasi ako ang tatay at mga anak lang kayo. Follow me because I'm your dad and you're just my children. Or minsan, ako ang masusunod kasi ako ang tatay. And meron pang, hanggat nasa puder kita, susunod ka sa akin. The word used in Romans 13 is established. It means to be appointed, to be instituted. Ibig sabihin, bigay lang ng Diyos. At una sa lahat, nang gagaling ito sa Diyos. As such, fatherhood is both positional in a sense, but also a stewardship. Pinagkatiwala lang ng Panginoon. Kailangan may pagkilala na muna na ang pagiging tatay, being fathers, and being authority figures to our families, it is solely from the Lord. Stewardship comes first, then the position. Ipinagkatiwala muna ng Diyos sa mga tatay ang authority, kaya merong position. Let's establish that first. And so, hindi lang yan. In Psalm 27, verse 3, children are a gift from the Lord. They are real blessing. Add to that na galing sa Lord ang authority natin or authority ninyong mga tatay. We are reminded na ang mga anak nyo ay blessings, gifts from God. Kaano man sila kakulit. Kaano man sila kapasaway minsan. And because they are gifts, like all gifts from God, dapat nating paghusayan, alagaan, dapat nating pagbutihin, pagbutihin ang ating pagiging tatay kung paano sila palakihin at disiplinahin. Seeing fatherhood as a stewardship, pinagkatiwala lamang, changes the whole perspective. It means that your children are not just people you can control at pwedeng pasunorin. But they are actually gifts from the Lord and your authority should be used to take good care of them. Your authority should be used for their good. Yun po yun, ha? In the same way, it will be easier for your children na sundin kayo when you acknowledge your authority is from God and that you also submit to His authority. Tingnan natin tong verse in Luke. Sabi dito, Sir, wag niyo pong abalahin ang sarili niyo. Hindi ko po deserve na pumunta kayo sa bahay ko. Hindi po ako karapat-dapat na humarap sa inyo. Pero sabihin niyo lang po at gagaling ang, ta- ang tauhan ko. Under din po ako ng mga officer na superior sa akin at may mga sundalo din po ako. Pag inutusan ko ang isa, pumunta ka doon, pupunta siya. Pumupunta siya. Pag sinabi ko sa isa, halika dito, lumalapit siya. At pag sinabi ko sa tauhan ko, gawin mo to, inagawa niya yun. Do you remember this story? The story is about the Roman officer who went to Jesus and sent word to Jesus to ask for healing. Gusto niyang pagalingin yung servant niya. Pero nung papalapit na si Jesus, eh, pinaabot ng officer na ito ang mensahe niya. He was in a position of authority, but he also had people above him, and he had people under him. And so he was saying na, I too understand leadership and authority. And in a sense, he said, Lord, pag sinabi mo lang ito, mangyayari ito, and we will follow. And he was, in a sense, putting himself under Jesus' authority. Nagpapasailalim siya sa authority ni Jesus. 
And what was Jesus' reaction to this Roman officer? Sabi sa, sa Bible, humanga siya. Humanga si Jesus and he looked at the humility of this Roman officer as a sign of faith. Sabi niya, walang ganitong pagtitiwala at pananampalataya sa buong Israel. As fathers, you submit to higher power. And as Christians, we acknowledge that Jesus is not only our Savior, He is our Lord and Savior. Panginoon siya ng lahat ng aspeto ng buhay natin, whether physical, spiritual, pati financial, social, at relational, kasama ang inyong pagiging tatay. We must submit to His Lordship. So how does this look like? Isang beses po, before the pandemic, I, I went home, I, get, I got to spend time with my family. Uh, and nandun po yung pamangkin ko, isa pa lang yung pamangkin ko. And yung pamangkin ko, sobrang kulit. Uh, tatakbo-takbo sa saan. Tapos yung tatay ko, medyo naiinis na. And galit na galit na kasi tumbling ng tumbling yung pamangkin ko. Papaluin na na sana, galit na galit na yung tatay ko. And I called him out, sabi ko sa kanya, Oops, hindi mo yan anak. Sabi ko sa kanya, hindi mo yan anak. Tapos sabi ko, Gagawin mo ba yung same discipline that you did with us? Sabi ko sa kanya, na paggalit na galit ka, namamalo ka, at sobra na yung pagpalo mo. Medyo natigilan yung tatay ko, napalunok yung tatay ko. Hindi naman siya nagalit. And he, he took a step back and he... he, he he, he went to his room. And so, kasi dati po, yung tatay ko, madali pong mag-init yung ulo. And lagi akong napapalo kasi makulit din po ako. Tumatambling-tambling din po ako. And I was a very ano, energetic child. And lagi akong napapalo. I always, uh, I always received the brunt of his anger. And growing up, Hindi naging maganda yung relationship ko with my dad. We did not know how to relate with each other. And nag-improve na lang ito as, 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 as I grew older. But I also have seen through the years that the Lord has worked in my dad's life. And lately, he, he went through a ministry that focuses on healing, emotional healing. And he was able to, to deal with his father woundings also. Yung tatay ko kasi... His father had, had three families, Manuwala kay Sende. They were the third family. And yung tatay niya, schedule lang pumupunta sa bahay. And pag nandun pa, sobrang disciplinarian pa. Namamalo din, galit na galit. And, and they would also experience what we experience. But I have dealed, I've seen him deal with those pains of his father woods and submit to the Lord for healing. And he has been working through, through, the, through the years with this wounding in his heart with his father. And, and the Lord has been working in his life. And so, yun nga, after I told him that, kumatok po siya sa, sa, sa kwarto ko. And he, he, he said sorry. Sabi niya, he said sorry for how he, he dealt with us. Naging over-disciplinarian siya. And strict while he was growing up. He did not come up with any excuses na ganun kasi ako pinalaki or because para naman yan sa kabutihan mo tinan mo naging pastor ka nga 
Hindi po niya sinabi yun. He just apologized and humbly asked for forgiveness. He said that the Lord has been working in his life and has been teaching him and has been showing him his mistakes as a father. And he said he wished we had still more time to spend as father and son. It was really awkward. Parang, Dad, okay na, okay na. Parang ganun. Pero, but, but I also appreciated that time with him. And I, we hugged. Medyo naluha kami. And we, we I, I just said, I forgave him. Submitting to the Lord in fatherhood may mean owning up to your mistake, to our mistakes. Asking forgiveness kasi impressed ng Lord sa atin na nagkamali tayo. And sometimes, allowing our children to rebuke us and actually accepting it. Hindi natin sinasabi, anak ka lang, huwag mo kong sabihan anong gagawin. It may be changing our minds on something after you weighed and prayed about things. Nung lumapit po yung tatay sa akin, I did not saw it as weakness. Actually, I appreciated it. I saw that he was human, he was a victim or a, a result of his own generational trauma, of his own culture and family upbringing. And he wanted to break that generational trauma. And I appreciated it. And your children will appreciate that also when they see you submitting to the Lord and nagkakamali pala si tatay, but he owns up his, to his mistake because he follows the Lord. Pangalawang katangian po ng isang tatay na karapat-dapat sundin is that he is a father who leads by example and teaches his children to do the same. In Titus 2, verse 6 to 8, sabi po dito, sabihin mo rin ang mas, sabihan mo rin ang mas batang lalaki na mas kontrolin ang sarili nila. Dapat maging example ka sa magandang ugali sa lahat ng bagay. Maging tapat ka sa pagtuturo mo at seryosohin mo yun. Gumamit ka ng tamang salita na hindi napipintasan. Pag ganun, mapapahiya ang mga kaaway mo kasi wala silang masasabing mali, masasabing masama tungkol sa atin. And in verse 15, sabi niya rin, Ituro mo ito gamit ang buong authority mo para i-encourage ang mga tao. Pero pagsabihan mo rin sila, ipakita mong deserving ka sa respeto ng lahat. This is Paul reminding Titus, a pastor, a spiritual parent, and a leader of the church in Crete. Hindi niya sinabi kay Titus na, sabihin mo lang ang mga bagay na yon para sumunod sila. But he encouraged him to walk the talk, to lead by example, and to teach his people. That he should use his authority to teach and rebuke people, but also to hold himself to a higher standard para makita ng mga tao na siya ay nararapat, karapat-dapat sundin at irespeto. As men, we are called to lead. More so, you as fathers, mga tatay. Hindi pwedeng directional lang na gawin mo to or sundin mo ako dahil ako ang tatay mo. Leadership and authority should be modeled. You teach by what you say, more so with what you do. You teach by what you say, but more so with what you do. And hindi pwedeng iasa na lang sa mga nanay lagi yung decision making, no? Lagi kong naririnig itong sa mga tatay na kilala ko. 
Itanong mo sa nanay mo. Pag, mama, pag magpapaalam, no? magpapaalam lalabas. Itanong mo sa nanay mo. Pag hihingi ng pera, itanong mo sa nanay mo. Pag may mga advice sa love life, itanong mo sa nanay mo. Mas, siguro mas magaling talaga ang nanay. No? <laughs> Pero we can't delegate decision making and par- parenting to the mothers because, that, because we as fathers don't take responsibility and are timid to lead. Thankful ako na habang lumalaki, medyo maganda naman yung leadership dynamics ng mom and dad ko. I saw that they were a team and mom would always submit to my father. Laging linya ni mama is, anong sabi ng tatay mo? <laughs> yun, yung, yun yung tanong niya. Hintayin natin ang tatay mo or pag-usapan namin muna ng tatay mo. We'll talk about it and we'll let you know. Laging ganon. And I saw dad really lead. He made the decisions, but he would also consult with my mom. And sometimes he would defer his, uh, defer to her suggestion sometimes. Minsan, kung anong sinabi ni mama, dad would give in. Fathers, dads out here, it is your spiritual responsibility to lead. It is not enough that you provide for your families that you are present and that you take care of them. You must also lead. Suggestion ko, if you haven't done so, teach your sons about how to treat women by, by showing your example and how you treat your, their mothers. And that way also, yung mga sons, they'll know how to treat their parents. And also, the daughters, they won't settle for anything less than what they see in you, fathers. Hindi sila doon sa mga siraulo, mga loko-loko. Kasi yung tatay nila, inaalagaan yung nanay nila. Teach them how to be gentlemen. How to relate to the opposite sex. Marami sa mga youth camps that I join, hindi marunong makipag-relate yung mga men to women. Medyo mahihain, awkward, okay lang yun. Pero pagkarap, hindi marunong makipag-usap. Pero pag sa chat, Kahit ano-anong sinasabi, may ibang alter ego sa chat. Puro pa naman sablay. Let's teach our children to relate with the opposite sex. And dapat matutunan nila sa atin, hindi sa iba, hindi sa, sa mundo. Teach them about consent, consent that no means no. Teach them about life skills. That it's okay to do house chores. Moms, teach your children to cook. Para hindi sila, pag, pag nag-independent na sila, hindi sila pu- puro cup noodles at sardinas, century tuna, breakfast, dinner, and lunch. Okay lang po yun na pag lalaki, marunong magluto. Kaya po ako ganito. Tinuruan po ako ng mama ko magluto. Teach them how to be responsible of themselves. Teach them the values of integrity, kindness, and humility through your actions. And ultimately, you should be the ones, fathers, parents, you should be the ones leading them to Jesus and teaching them that a relationship with them is the most important thing in life.
What I appreciate about my dad was he walked the talk in terms of his relationship with Jesus. Every day, like clockwork, every 6 a.m., I will see him in his office, reading his Bible, kneeling down in prayer. We hear him every time. And through that, I also understood that siguro nga, importante yung relationship with Jesus because I saw that in my father. In my time as youth, youth pastor and counseling young people, I have learned that kids with no fathers or have fathers but either abusive or emotionally absent, hindi naman lagi, but they tend to be more influenced by bad company. And they get into bad and abusive relationships sometimes. And most of the times, laging ganon. And they tend to be unequipped to face the harsh realities of life. Not always, but maraming beses. Sa counseling classes namin in seminary, tinuturo ito. That when moms carry their children, laging paharap sa ina. It's a more protective, caring, nurturing stance. Sa mga tatay naman, pinapaharap sa mundo yung mga anak when we carry our ch- your children. It's a teaching stance. It's exposing our children, your children to the world, preparing them to be strong and independent. And this is why, fathers, it is important and it is our, your spiritual responsibility to teach your tr- children and prepare them for the real world. More than just telling them what to do, teach them how to do it and lead them by example. Pangatlo po at panghuling katangian that a father is worthy of respect, father uses his authority in a good way, is that he sees his position as an opportunity to serve. Let's see what Jesus tells us in Matthew 20, 27 to 28. At sino man ang gustong mauna ay dapat maging alipin nyo kagaya ng Son of Man. Dumating siya hindi para pagsilbihan, kundi para mag-serve at ibigay ang buhay niya para iligtas ang marami. Ito ang tunay na sukatan ng authority or leadership. Kung sino ang gustong sundin siya, those who want to be followed, matuto din siyang sumunod. Those who want to lead, need to learn how to serve. And just like Jesus' example, serve even to the point of death. Even to the point of death. Crazy, no? Hindi <laughs> pala basta-basta maging leader. Ang gustuhin na sundin at exercise ang ating authority. Kailangan ready to serve even to the point of death. Hindi ako nagsasabi nito ah. It's Jesus saying this. And fatherhood in itself is an act of service, self-sacrifice, selflessness, tulad ng example ni Jesus. And you know this, mga tatay, kahit nabutas na mga medyas, no? hindi muna papalitan, una muna yung sa mga anak. Kahit yung underwear na dati ay black, ngayon medyo gray na, hindi mo napapalitan. Uunahin mo na yung tuition ng mga anak. Uunahin mo na ang kailangan ng mga anak. Uunahin mo na ang needs ng family. And that is service. That is service. We serve Jesus when we serve our families. And when they see you ungrudgingly serve and love, 
they also respond by obeying you and respecting your authority. And you know, there are different levels of service according to the development of your children. And there are also di different degrees along the way as they develop of how much you should supervise and how much your authority should be and how much they are dependent and independent to you. So for example, pag bata pa, you serve them as their guide and their teachers. So you tell them what to do, you teach them things. So more supervision, lesser independence. But as they grow, naging youth na sila, they be, you serve them by being their friends and mentors. There's a growing independence and a lesser supervision. Pag adult na, may sarili ng family, you serve as their consultants na. They ask you for advice. Dad, anong gagawin dito? More independence and lesser to no supervision. At pag may anak na, may mga apo na sila, apostolic ministry na po tawag doon. Kayo na ang nagbabantay at Pag kailangan nilang mag-date, kailangan mag-date ng mga anak, kayo na po yung nagbe-babysit sa mga anak. But you continue to be parents, you continue to be fathers. Fathers, do you see your fatherhood as an opportunity to serve? Do you see it as a vocation? Hindi vacation, ha? Do you see it as a vocation? Do you see it as a life mission? When you think about it, fatherhood is first our service to God. Because when we serve God as fathers, God is pleased and glorified. But secondly, it is our service to the greater community, to the bigger society. When we raise our children well, and they become productive citizens, they contribute to society, we become a blessing to society. Pag hindi sila pariwara, pag hindi sila palamunin, at hindi sila pasaway, you are serving, you are contributing to society. When you see your positions as, as fathers, as an opportunity to serve, it also changes the whole perspective on authority. Hindi na yung tanong is, paano ko mapapasunod ang aking mga anak? Anong gagawin ko para respetuhin nila ako? Rather, it changes, ito na ngayon, how can I serve my children as Christ would serve. Paano ko gagamitin ang aking pagiging tatay para sila ay mapabuti at lumaking tama? Let me repeat that. The question should be, how can I serve my, my children as Christ would serve them? Paano ko gagamitin ang aking pagiging tatay para sila ay mapabuti at lumaking tama? You see the difference now? Our authorities are not used to direct not just to direct na paano sila mapasunod, but it is used to serve and it is for their good. And so, may we go out of our ways to learn and go out of those views and expectations of the world of how a father should be. Yung mga sinabi kong mga famous lines kanina, it does not always have to be like that. Rather, it does not always have to be focused only on the position itself. Rather, it should be, first and foremost, ang tatay na karapat dapat sundin ay isang tatay na nagpapasailalim sa Panginoon. 
at kinikilala na ang kanyang authority first and foremost galing sa kanya. He leads by example and teaches his children to do the same. He sees his position as a father as an opportunity to serve. I know fatherhood is a daunting task and you fathers know it firsthand, no? Easier said than done. Easier said than done, Pastor Joseph Sabina Sahan. But it's also, I know it's also a worthwhile calling for, for all of you dads. And kayo mismo makakapagsabi sa akin, lalo na when your children grow up to be fine young men and women who love the Lord, who love other people, who serves and contributes to the, to the community. That in itself is a reward. That in itself is a blessing. By God's grace, with this help, pagsikapan natin maging isang tatay na karapat dapat sundin. Let us pray. Lord, we thank you for our fathers here. I pray that you enable them as they lead us, as they exercise their authority. I pray that you will enable them to submit to you, to submit their lives daily to you, and their decisions, and how they discipline us, and how they raise up. Help our fathers, Lord, to lead by example, to teach their children not just delegate it to other people, but may they teach their children and equip, equip them for life. Panginoon, tulungan niyo ang aming mga ama. Even as they serve their family, that they will see it as a service to you, have fatherhood as a service to you, and a service to the community and the bigger society. Panginoon, naalay namin ang aming mga tatay we pray that you work in their lives, that you will transform them, that you will enable them. Thank you for our fathers here. Thank you for our parents, our mothers. And thank you for your lesson of authority to all of us, even to those of us who are not yet fathers and mothers who are children. Salamat, Lord, na natutunan namin how to exercise our authorities and put it into good use. May we be able to apply this in our personal and daily lives, and even as we go out into the world. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.